elderly family member, I'm gonna invite you ASAP to go and check up on them. I got a phone call today that was very concerning. A church member called because another congregant, another elderly church member was sharing something that raised an alarm. And so they were just checking in with me. Now I'm not a lawyer, I'm not giving legal advice, but I will share this concern. And I'm going to invite you to check on your elderly to see if they're at risk. And also as a caution for yourself, you may want to listen up because this could potentially affect you going forward. So this elderly person was pretty much abandoned by her family in the sense that she needed care. She needed a lot of care. It, you know, younger adults have their business, their families, they're, they're pretty busy. So it's always, you know, something that happens, especially in Florida, they turn over the day-to-day -day living activities to a, a caregiver. Sometimes that caregiver lives in and so forth. Well, after a while, this elderly person was struggling to pay bills and so forth. And they trusted this living caregiver for more and more and more help. At this stage, they said something to the church member and she was very concerned because it appears that this caregiver has potentially overstepped their area of trust and is may now possibly abusing this person and maybe even stealing from them. So right, for example, my husband has power of attorney for his elderly mother. Theoretically, he could walk into the bank and empty her bank account if he were of that type of person. So when it comes to something like a power of attorney, you have to understand that it's a very, very powerful document. When someone gives power of attorney to someone, it very often, depending on how it's structured, can give that person very general and wide ability to represent that person, including in financial transactions. And it is an important document. And you should not turn over that to that kind of power and access to anybody who's anything less than of the highest level of integrity and someone who's going to look out for your interest, a fiduciary relationship. So this was the concern. And I'm going to say, not only should you check on your elderly, but you also want to think maybe for yourself. So this elderly person is at the stage now where potentially this caregiver has not only uh, is potentially abusing them because of the, the, the understanding was it seemed like this elderly person had been bullied into giving this person this level of access and, and, um, and support because they just didn't have anyone else to turn to. Now for yourself, some of you may know that I spent some time in a hospital in 2020 and thankfully the Lord brought me through that. But while I was there, just the curtain away from me, there was a 37-year-old young lady who had walked into the hospital for elective surgery, but while she was under the knife, something went wrong. She had a stroke, and for want of a better word, she came out of that experience as a vegetable. Now, she had just relocated to the United States, and how do I know all this? Because I heard her boyfriend quarreling with the social worker. So while I don't have her name, her details, and all that, I do have the story because the boyfriend was in, in distress. Um, he wasn't married to her, so he wasn't technically family. And this woman had young children. And the social worker didn't really want to give this gentleman any information because he wasn't family. And he was just at a loss. This woman had no health directive, no power of attorney. And here she is in a hospital with no one to speak for her. So, you know, I prepare a lot of these documents 
for my client. And one of the duties that we have when we're preparing these very powerful documents is to ensure that who we are preparing them for and the person that they're giving the power to. So for example, a power of attorney or a health directive, the person who's gonna have the power to say whether you stay on life support or not, whatever your wishes are, you have to understand these people represent you when you cannot speak for yourself. One of the duties that we have when we're preparing these documents is to ensure that the person who's giving the power knows what they're doing. They're fully cognizant of, the, of what they are doing and that they are not under any duress to do so because someone may have a gun to their back, so to speak, putting them under pressure to give away this power. And it is our job to ensure that that is not happening to the best of our ability. So I'm going to invite you to go and check on your elderly right now because there comes a point in time where they really will need that help. So a lot of times they don't want to relinquish a job of paying their bills. They don't want to relinquish being able to drive, but we all know where there comes a point where they really do have to. So if they're not paying their bills on time because they forgot, or they, you know, they don't know how to use technology to check their bank um, balances. It's not like the old days where we wrote checks and we, you know, we went to the bank with deposits. A lot of things are happening online and a lot of our elderly aren't keeping up with that. And they're beginning to need help. If you're not there for your elderly person, it forces them to try to trust their caregivers. And that puts that person in a very powerful and influential place, but for yourself as well. It is difficult to think of our mortality, but you must think of it before that time comes. Put a will, a power of attorney, health directives, living, whatever it is, trust whatever, because there, you may be in an accident, you may get suddenly ill, like this lady may have surgery and not come out of it the way you think, and then you're not able to speak for yourself. So having these documents doesn't mean you necessarily turn them over to someone. You could have them in a safe, in a vault somewhere with your lawyers and say, on the understanding that these situations happen, then these documents are released. But understand these are very, very powerful documents. They give a lot of access and influence and they should only be turned over to people of absolute integrity and people who have theoretically a fiduciary relationship. Why not somebody who's watching out for your back? I hope this has been of help to you. Please, please, please go check on your elderly. Trudy Bearman here. I'm super, super fine, and I will